Hola guys, welcome to the Painter Files Podcast. I am your host, Joar Blake, as you well know. This is episode 81. So as some of you know, my birthday's coming up on Wednesday, on March 18th. So, like I said, wish me happy birthday. Tell me all these wonderful things. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's going to be great. I do want to remind you guys, I know there is a lot of craziness going on as far as coronavirus and everything. So please remember to wash your hands. I love all of you. I want you to all be around for my thousandth episode (laughs) and so on and so forth. And, uh, yeah, no. Just, uh, check in on people who aren't doing well, you know? We got some people who are a little older, who have health issues, of any way, shape, or form. Or even younger people, you know, everyone. Anyone who needs anything. Just check on them and see how they're doing. I'm gonna be doing my best. Um, yeah. Let's get the show started. So for my birthday... As a present to you, from me, for me, to you. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a playlist. It's just going to be a playlist this week. So I hope that will entertain you. Some of my favorite songs. Five of my favorite songs. Shared from El Pandor to His Galeras. You guys. I think the funny thing was, I remember Sue George growing up as a kid and hearing his music, hearing Carolina, which is like a really famous song he did in Brazil. And it just, it just grabbed me. We grow up in this like area where Calypso and Soca and a lot of just Brazilian like bassa music kind of comes out and there's like this beautiful like Afro, Latino, Caribbean, West Indian blend comes together. And it's just like all these cultures mixing together and making all these things and it's just so beautiful and so incredible. And I I have to share these songs with you. They They are the footnotes of my life. I remember sleeping in radio stations with my dad on the radio in the cold studios because they have these giant computers that were doing all this mixing and bringing things through and there's producers and there's just all this stuff so you'd be in these rolling chairs even as a kid and have like a jacket wrapped around you because it's so cold watching these little hand TVs with the antennas in a break room and just you'd be hearing all this music just being played from all over the world and dad was very specific about all the music that he liked to play he played a lot of our culture he was one of the only people for a long time that i knew who was always playing our music and it gave me a pride in it he's a he's a warrior in that way that he brings forth this 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 strength this pride that we may be here, but we have not lost track of where we've come from. That's what the song means to me. <laughs> oh my God, Fiona Apple. Jeez, 
Fiona Apple. What can I say about Fiona Apple? Uh, first real crush I ever had. She's insane on many levels. Like to hear these interviews she's had about some of these things. Well, she's not insane. Insane is a rude word. I shouldn't say that. Um, she has a lot of hang-ups. And she even has a few, even at least one mental disability. I know she had a breakdown back in the end of the 2000s, beginning of the 2000s, where she couldn't, she had to think of a color, and then she had to tap her head a certain amount of times. And if she messed up, then she couldn't get into the shower. So she'd turn the shower off and go back and forth. So it's like an OCD thing. And I remember hearing this much, 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 much later, after she disappeared for a while. And this album was actually the first, was the album she came back with. And I don't know, it was something about just, she was just this beautiful monster. (laughs) And she played this incredible piano with these songs that like, they made you smile, they were sexy, and they broke your heart at the same time. Mm. Dude, I'm trying to paint paintings and make people feel like that to this day. It's just... It's an irresistible feeling. I love it. Mm. Miles Davis. I think the funky part about Miles Davis was I didn't appreciate Miles Davis until after I was out of college. I was living on my own, and I was suffering. And then... Miles Davis became this gateway to all these books that I wanted to read. I had recently had a horrible breakup and in which I was getting divorced. That was the breakup. And everything was kind of hectic and crazy and shitty. And I found Miles Davis recordings. And I found Baldwin books. And I found just all these different writings from all these different writers. From Hemingway to Zora to, God, I don't even know. There's just so many, so, so many. But uh, he was kind of the theme music to me sitting in these chairs, reading and writing and painting and drawing and doing all these things like it started me back up again and yeah it was just incredible i once saw his saxophone i'm sorry his trumpet in uh in a museum it was just powerful to see it truly powerful so many things i say saved my life Miles Davis saved my life. In a weird way. Can I explain to you what Chet Baker meant to me when I found Chet Baker? My mother took me to a concert once uh, to see Wynton Marcellus Jr. This amazing, amazing musician. I was a child, so I didn't rep- I didn't really understand the significance of it. But as I got older, I started looking through all the LPs and stuff when I go to these little record shops for a dollar, and I found a Chet Baker album. 
And I was like, there's this white guy who's a hardcore blues artist. This is interesting. I've not seen this. And I started reading up on him. And I started listening to the album. And I had like two songs, two, three songs on it. One was My Funny Valentine. The other was this one. And I was just blown away by how powerful this was. This man had learned how to replay it, replay the trumpet with no teeth. Because he got jumped and they knocked all his teeth out. God damn, that's dedication. Oof. It'd let me like, it'd be like me painting without fingers, you know? It's like, I'm sure I'd do it, but that would be so hard. Mad respect. Likia Lee. Likia Lee was like this musician I found. Uh, I didn't have TV anymore. And I started finding all these musicians via this uh, music server. It was before Pandora and all that stuff called Last FM. And Last FM had all these amazing artists and Likia Lee was the one that popped up that really stuck with me. And this song was just so... I think I probably heard so many versions of this song that were, like, live and performative and on stage. and I just couldn't get enough of it. I don't know what it was. I just... I loved it. <laughs> and I still love it to this day. It's one of the few songs I can say that I, I hear and then I stop what I'm doing and I just... Just breathe it in. Just breathe it in. So everyone keeps asking me what I want to do for my birthday. I don't really know, honestly. I kept thinking about getting a Nintendo Switch because I like having it and walking around with it and stuff like that. We have one. I thought about getting a second one. So that way Alec is able to play her stuff and I'm able to play my stuff and we're not just ringing, we're not filling up the memory cards and we're not waiting for the other one to get off so I can play and stuff like that. And the more I think about that, the more likely I am to accept the fact that we just can share and that's stupid. And I may just get my left hand tattooed, like my back of my hand. It's really the only thing on my left arm that's not tattooed at this point. And I always thought about doing it. So I might call up my friend who is a tattoo artist, who is amazing, and do something, maybe do a cartoon character on my hand. Something that is fun and beautiful and makes me happy. Maybe I'll do Goose. I don't know. Maybe not Goose. I think if I see Goose's face all the time, I'll be sad. I love her very much. It made me super sad. It makes me sad sometimes to still think about how she passed away. Uh, I'll have to save that tattoo for a really great day. Years from now. Get my ribs. I like a piece of my ribs. But yeah, I might get a tattoo. It... There's, it's an interesting aspect because uh, all the museums are closed and all these places are closed. Alex playing D&D, as you guys know. 
Um, so yeah, I'm trying to figure it all out. I'm contemplating as I drink my lemon water. <laughs> How I shall age and what I shall do on set day. Oh, and Alex's dad asked me not to get a serious tattoo. <laughs> experience but for some reason for reasons now of people getting sick it feels like an abnormality we're not quarantined but people are kind of choosing to not be around each other for safety the silence of all of it's a little drab but I know it's going to be okay I hope everybody's alright I know this is very scary I love you guys we're just walking around the dog goes to the bathroom and we go back inside Taking a break of precautions, washing their hands, taking vitamins and our medications. People forget that, you know, the cold, the flu, and the allergies are still very much a problem for a lot of people. Just kind of live. Do our best at living. I think moments like these are when people find the best parts of themselves. There's an honesty just in going forward and being a part of all the things you need to do. How you choose to treat yourself and other people. You make like a crazy mash grab to have everything. Or do you find some semblance of honest love for your fellow man? I hope it's the honest love part. This dog is very silly. Cats are very silly also. So I hope you're well. I love you. This is the end of episode 81 of the Painter Files Podcast. Oh, and Wednesday is my birthday. Uh, hit me up with an email if you can. Like, subscribe, and comment. It's all my major stuff. YouTube. Instagram. I like emails. Um, letters. Twitter, this, uh, I'm still selling prints on my YouTube shop, on my, um, my, uh, my shop, so please check those out, uh, so a few, a couple shirts this week, so that's very nice, alright, love you guys, 
you know. 